Daniels to the end zone, has a receiver, touchdown West Virginia. Tony Mathis gets West Virginia on the board. Chase Harlow with 90 seconds to go. And welcome to episode 26 of the PRT Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Cornoby, sitting alongside Griffin Harper. I'm Andrew. And Gary's here with us. Say hi, Gary. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we don't know that. Uh, we are soon going to be moving to a transition <laughs> to a United 2 sponsored podcast. Yes. So we Very will be recording exciting. from United 2. Um, we won't have to record from my place anymore, although we are here in my new place. This is quite nice. What do you think, Griff? Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Just beautiful. Love, Just the, beautiful. love the decorations. Yeah. Love the, oh, love the sodas man. that are in the fridge. <laughs> love it. You're welcome. Um, Camden, so a little bit of housekeeping. Camden... He's not going to be joining us, at least for the first couple episodes. He is transferred to a junior college back home uh, just to figure figure out what he's going to do. So, um, sad to see him go. We're sad to see him go. We're going to miss Camden, but uh, maybe we can get him in for a couple of episodes. We're not for sure. He's not gone forever. Yeah, he's not gone forever. He might be. Um, but here on the campus of West Virginia, the world champion West Virginia Mountaineers, led by the best head coach in college football, Neil Brown, uh, they're about to head to uh, Happy Valley. Yep. Um... And they're going to beat Penn State by two touchdowns. So um, <laughs> I'm sure. that's, a, that's a statement. Um, so um, actually, those are from the words of Pat McAfee, who is on the TV right now. Um, but I'm going to change it. Um, so um, we're going to talk about that a little bit, um, and then this in this episode, we're going to actually break down West Virginia's schedule, what we think is going to happen, um, the ideal record. We're going to do what's the floor and what's the ceiling for the Mountaineers. Um, and just see, just just gonna see where this goes. Honestly, uh, but we're back. Griffin's back. Griffin, how was your summer? Peach keen, peach keen. Yeah, you left us with darker hair. Now you come back and it's uh, I have bleached. I have, I have blonde hair. Yeah, you do have blonde hair now. It does have blonde hair? Yep, I went from a brown buzz cut to a blonde mullet. Who would have thought? Oh, yeah. Who would have thought? Same same wardrobe, different hair. Yep, same wardrobe, different hair. <laughs> I mean, yes. Oh my god. I mean, he's not rocking his signature one of his jerseys today. Which one? He's not wearing a jersey. That's surprising. Speaking of West Virginia, Penn State, right there, 7.30 on Saturday, Penn State, oh my. 20 Uh, 20 and a half. 20 and a half. I don't know. That seems like a lot. It doesn't. What, in favor favor of Penn State, I'm assuming? No, Andy, it's in favor of West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Shush. (laughs) Let's use some copies. All right, all right. Who's the head coach? James Franklin? No. I mean, of West Virginia. Oh, Neil Brown. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. I mean, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a dumb question. (laughs) So, um, West Virginia goes into this game. One, Neil Brown has not announced a starting quarterback yet. It's going to be Garrett Green. It should be. Hypothetically. I think it's going to be Garrett Green. Unless something horrifically goes wrong. If, 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 if the stars align, uh, like Nico might go out, but I doubt. I think there's a good chance you see both of them in this game. I mean, um, I was saying this last year where, like, they might do a two-quarterback system. Like Neil's um, not known to do a two-quarterback system. Um, he did with Jared Nagy and Garrett Green to an extent. But he wasn't. But he, he didn't throw the ball. He's more like a run Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have to see Garrett Green. He's going to have to learn how to throw the ball, which obviously he has. Um, in the spring game, we saw Garrett... Made some nice passes, um, and Nico, you just you could see that he was a freshman. Yeah. So I think if he takes a year, sits behind Neil, Neil Brown goes undefeated, wins the national championship. Nico Marker is going to lead us next year to another national championship. So um, there's a chance. All jokes aside, though, I think 
Um, this is Neil's most talented roster. Um, obviously a top recruiting class coming in, one of the top in the Big 12, even one of the top in the country for that matter. Um, and so I think the Mountaineers are going to go into this game. Um, after listening to the podcast with Tony Caridi, uh, three guys before the game, Neil Brown was on there. And let me tell you, he is scared to death. I mean, I would be too. He sat there, and you know, when talking about Penn State, he kept reiterating, they have this guy that's an NFL player, this guy that's an NFL player, this guy that's... The dude is terrified. And granted, I'd be terrified too if I was a head coach, you know... Is he just scared of their past players? I mean, no. Considering that he's in the no, that he's in? No, he was listing off their linebacker, their middle linebackers, an NFL guy, their edge rushers, an NFL guy. It's like he, draft prospects. Yes. Oh. Their whole defense is draft prospects. That's how Penn State is, and that's how they've always been. Always. Um, and so and not just not just one side of the defense. No, it's not, it's on not the just offense. Secondary and I mean, the line. No, it's Trace everywhere. McSorley's in the NFL. He was a former quarterback. Who's the quarterback last year? Uh, Clifford. Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford. By the back, he's quarterback two in Green Bay right now. Is he the two? Oh, yeah, he's the two behind Jordan Love. So. Um, <clears throat> You got all these guys that come out of Penn State that are top guys. Pat Fryermuth. You have top guys. So Joey he Porter has Jr. Joey Porter Jr. He has a right to be scared, and I'm not calling him out or anything. I just think that he is doing everything though in his power to get ready. So in his press conference today, as I was going to pick you all up, um, he did talk about today, this morning. They they've practiced at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. every day. They do like 10 to 12. Well, today was the indoor facility day. They lock the doors. cannot leave. Tons of speakers. They pump in crowd noise in the indoor facility to where you cannot hear a thing. Like Tony Caridi said, it gives you a headache. And they are doing that to prepare for the 7.30 kickoff game at Penn State where it is going to be sold out. Is it already sold out? I think it's already sold out, right? It's not even close. So um, That's smart, though. Yeah, so they're doing everything they can to get ready. Um, I'm sure instead of calling the play calls, they're going to have some hand signals, stuff mm-hmm. that they can battle this. Now, I do think that they can with a new offense with Chad Scott. Even though Neil's going to be the one calling the plays, it's a totally revamped offense. Mm-hmm. I think these guys are going to go out. you got C.J. Donaldson, who can run the ball. Jaheim mm-hmm. White, who's a freshman that's coming in that apparently could really run the ball. You have Jalen Anderson, who mm-hmm. can really run the ball. Uh, who's the other guy? There's uh, one other guy who came in last year. Tony Mathis was hurt with C.J. Donaldson. Oh. Um, I would love to get that name for you. I'm going to get the name right now, actually. I feel like I know it. I'll it's, find it. I'll get it. Um, but Running back. Jalen Anderson. Justin Johnson. Yes. Double, okay. So you have Dustin Johnson. Um, I mean, and then you have another running back. Who is practically the same as C.J. Donaldson, mm. who is 5'10", 239 pounds, and D.J. Oliver, Oliver, who I don't know if he's going to play, but he may. Um, and then on the wide receiver side, you have Rodney Gallagher, who is honestly probably Neil's top recruit coming in ever. Yeah. I mean, you can count J.T. Daniels if you want, but he's transfer portal edition. This guy is coming straight in from um, Uniontown, Pennsylvania, uh, coming in at 5'10", 172 pounds. The dude, he played quarterback in high school. Um, but then now plays he plays wide receiver, um, and he, he he primarily is um, he's going to be one of the top I think wide receivers for this team. So um, wow, Neil Brown has a lot of wide receivers on this roster. What was his holy cow? So he might be going for a, a very, he might be going Ooh. for a very throw heavy offense. Um, no, 
No. I mean, if he's, if he's no. got a, a lot of wide receivers, no. why not? No. No, that doesn't mean anything. No? Okay. Because no. you still need four wide receivers to line up on the, on the offense. I guess you still got to have the same matters. 11 players. You got to have the same that's 11 players guy. that you do when you run or pass the ball. So, eh, that um, makes sense. So, we'll see what happens. Can I make a point, though? Um, hang on. Yeah, go ahead, because now I completely have lost my thought. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. But this year is going to be a, a definitely an all-in year for, for Neil, considering that he's got all of his guys, okay. and this is... I mean, he's calling the plays, so I think if... You know, you're run big. You're basically just gonna be like, all right. You know, you're calling the plays. These, these are all your guys. This is everything that, you, that you've built this. And if it doesn't yeah. work, then you know, I mean, obviously we all know, you know, where he's gonna be heading if he, yeah. if he goes into Game Four with you know, zero and three record. Yeah. But still, I mean, so that leads me to right. So I mean, well, we can go ahead and talk about that. But um, I was gonna talk about Penn State a little more. So Penn State, obviously coming in at number seven. Um, they have some great additions to their roster as well. Um, at quarterback, they have Drew Aller, Drew who's Aller. A sophomore. He's from Medina, Ohio. Oh. Um, Top, yeah, he was like a hot commodity up there. When he was playing in high school, like his, his is, high school games were sold out constantly. Is, is he from like Medina High School? Because me and Gary know that school. I think so, uh, yeah. From our show choir days. Um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. That's actually That's cool. a fun fact we just learned. Um, so Drew Aller is going to be the starting quarterback for Penn State, even though they haven't they haven't announced who their quarterback's going to be. Yeah, okay. It's going to be. He's more um, of a sure thing than Garrett Green being the starter. It's going to be Drew Aller. Um, Jack Lambert. They have a quarterback with the name Jack Lambert. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a pretty sweet name. Um, but so, they're 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 Penn State's a deep team. Penn it's, State is a very deep team. They, got, they have a lot of wide receivers as well. Their running game is going to um, be outstanding. They sure. are. They They're, have Nick Singleton, who's coming off of a great uh, like starting season. I honestly, think he's going to continue. Honestly, I'm going to say this, and I, and, I, and I truly mean this. I think, honestly, Penn State and WVU could, at the end of the year, be top two rushing teams in the country. Dang. By the end of yeah. the year. The only reason that I'm not the only reason that we would even be in that conversation is because we have such a good O line. We have such a great O line. We return all of our offensive linemen. I think they're all seniors. Yeah, they are. No, or like the majority. He wouldn't start. Yeah, I I, I would say they're a lot more of a majority. How? What all improvements have we made for our O line? Because they were a little rough last season. I mean, the, the D-line was, was, was not was the D-line. Our run game was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but our pass protection was a little shoddy. It just goes as is. Um, I see what you mean, though. Um, th- I mean, I'm sure they build up in the weight room a little bit. I, it's not all seniors. Um, but it's, it's, it's a lot of all-American guys, and I think that... I think West Virginia could most certainly give Penn State a run for their money. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, look, look at the the pit game last year. That that was a pretty much I, a, a, a sure a sure fact for Pitt. But I we agree. took him down to the literally the final catch. Neck, neck with him. Yeah, basically. I yeah. think that that and it was the same environment. Precisely. Sold out. This game is still semi close to Morgantown. There's going to be West Virginia fans there without oh, yeah. a doubt. Um, I mean, it's yes, it's going to be majority Penn State. Well, but there yes. will be West Virginia fans there. West Virginia fans travel everywhere they go. So I think if you go out there. And you, sh- and you show everybody, Neil Brown comes out there, hey, I got an offense. These are my guys now. These aren't just da- my and Dana's guys. These are my guys now. Mm-hmm. They run my kind of football. Let's go out here and play. So then that leads me to my next point. WVU then the next week is going to come home. They're going to have a home opener 6 p.m. on Big 12 and ESPN Plus against Duquesne. 
Yes. They're but. probably going to slobber the crap out of Duquesne, 75 nothing. Garrett Green with eight touchdowns. Nico Marchio with another six touchdowns. Yep. And then you got to come back. you got to play Pitt, which not only is this a 7.30 ABC game, the chances of college game day coming to Morgantown for week three is very, very high. The only the only oh, way sure. that it's not going to be game day is if Tennessee and Florida are both ranked at that time. Correct, which could happen, probably won't, um, because college game day this weekend already mentioned coming to Morgantown mm-hmm. for week three. If they are already mentioning coming to places, they most yeah. likely have it set in stone, especially the first three weeks of the year. So that could be big. But then you stay home the next week, you got to go up against a Texas Tech team who ran all over you last year. Yes. I mean, absolutely clobbered you last year. But I think you beat them here at home. Um, which, and then honestly, I think that besides the Penn State game, because the chances of WVU winning are low, but I think they could do it. So say you go out and you, after the pit game, the first three weeks, you're at three, or you're at two and one. You beat Texas Tech, you go to Fort Worth three and one. Mm-hmm. Against a TCU team that honestly... I don't know if they're going to be good or not. I mean, they lost their quarterback. They lost a lot of their guys to the NFL. I don't know if they're going to be good. They may be good. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, but you have a chance to go 3-1 and one into Fort Worth. Which is big. Then you have a bye week. But then after the bye week, you go to Houston to play Dana Holgerson. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, some of the guys that are still on the roster that was recruited by Dana when he left, because he wasn't fired at West Virginia. He mm-hmm. left. He willingly left. I'm sure those guys feel a little betrayed. I think it's going to be very personal. I think it's going to be a matchup, and I think West Virginia wins that game. Bam! You're at four and one. Well, okay. Say you lose to TCU. Yep. Still, you're at four Still, and two. Yeah. Four and two. You only need two more games to win a bowl game. And you got five games to work with. I mean, then the, chance, the chances of winning two games out of the five. Is... You're going to come back home. and You're going to play Oklahoma State, who you beat them last year mm-hmm. at Oklahoma State in the rain. You can beat them at home. Yeah. That will be a game that they most likely win. Bam. You're 5-1. Yeah. Then the three of us are going to go down to Orlando with Neil on the team, and we're going to watch him become bowl eligible. And, you know, I, I mean, that's what I hope. Sorry, Griff, you were left out of that one. I'm sorry, buddy. What happened? We're going to the UCF game. All three of you? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's mean. Why would you I'm do sorry. that? I mean, you can still get a ticket. You can still get a plane ticket. Oh, God. I don't do planes. Okay, well, I'm not I mean, driving. You can be like Johnny Cash, get a tour bus. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you can you can hop on the bus. I'm sure there's one from Pittsburgh to Orlando, but you have fun riding on that bus for two days. I mean, you can start walking now if you want. That's a long bus. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you start walking now, you'll get there. It's a long bus. Um, so you play UCF, then the Mormons come to town. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll talk about a culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, to that, Gary. Uh, these poor Mormon guys—they're gonna have to have extra church. Like they're gonna have to like have church on the plane. They land. They're gonna really, and then oh my, they're gonna see. They're gonna walk in, and experience the blue light. They're gonna oh, all be God. praying. They're gonna be they're praying. They're gonna have to have church in the locker room. Yeah, they're gonna have to have church on the sideline. <laughs> they're gonna have to have church. They're gonna have to have church on the sideline. Once the drunk West Virginia fans get in there, I can't imagine what people are gonna say. I was talking to a bunch of my friends about uh, about if game day came here and about where it would be if like game day did come here, and I was like saying how it should be on the green again. It will be green. on the green. Yeah, it would be. And but then my friends were saying how. I was saying how my friends were, um... God damn it, Gary. Why'd you, why'd you show me that? Why'd you show me that? Um, um, but I was, they were saying how if game day was on the blue... They should have game day on the blue lot. That would just be absolute mayhem in terms of parking. And I don't, I don't want to see that. 
I, no, game, I was, game day cannot uh, game day cannot be in yeah. a parking lot, I especially. Mean, that would be sweet. Well, I mean, it's like I, yeah, the it's traffic like, would be a mess. Like a hospital or the stadium in the background. I think. Well, here's the only issue though with with it if it's on the blue line. One, there's nowhere you can really do it. No, but, you would have to do it on Law School Hill. Yeah, that's, that's which is then going to eliminate our show of Touchdown City Tailgate because it's going to be on Law School. That's true. I think we can make. Hey buddy, hey buddy, hey, listen here. Listen, I respect the this isn't station. your fu- no. This isn't your future career, okay? This is our future career. We need this experience. Yes, yeah. yeah, we need this experience. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah, Gary. So okay, but it's our experience. I, I go back to my point. <laughs> he goes back to that it was more. that was a great word that I just used. There. Transgress. Yes, I just, that was that was a phenomenal word. So then you go to Oklahoma, which honestly, Oklahoma starting out twentieth. I don't think they'll be ranked by the time that we play them. Well, that depends. Because, I mean, Oklahoma is always a a very spotty team. Last year was a very It's not the same coach. Lincoln Riley's gone. Lincoln Riley's gone. He's at USC. That's where he was last year. That's why they suck last year. Yes. No, they won't be good. Then Cincinnati comes to town. That's another old rival game that is being added in here. That'll be a fun one. That one will be a great one. And then you finish the season off at Baylor. Honestly, this schedule... Because you don't have to play Texas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not playing Kansas, which Kansas is probably going to be still good this year. But mm-hmm. you're not going to, and you're not playing against a dominant Oklahoma team. Yeah, you are. That's true. You're playing against an Oklahoma team, but you're not I, playing yes, against a dominant. You're playing yeah, a dominant. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're playing an Oklahoma yes. team that's in shambles. Yes. Exactly. So there are a lot of things that could come down to this, but I think by week eight, week nine, West Virginia's. Gonna be bold. I love your optimism. I really do. I'm not saying okay, you're wrong. So, I just so love give the me your counterpoint because I cannot see this talented of a roster right. not winning. You now, want me to, you want, guy, you want me to go through the whole ro- the whole schedule right now? In a minute. Okay. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go each game. I want you to write it down. I'm gonna be realistic. Oh, okay. I'm gonna all be right, realistic right. here. So, but first, I want to say this. There is an account on Twitter. Okay. And it's in a circulating. That has West Virginia going one and eleven. That there is, it is almost nearly impossible for them to go one and eleven. Don't they have us beating Duquesne? Yes, it is almost nearly impossible for us to go one and eleven. Do they think we are the Browns? I mean, this team is too talented to. To lose eleven games, am I, I right? I don't think we're going to lose eleven games. No, but I don't think no, we're going to win no, eleven that's, either. That's what I'm saying. No, we're not going to win eleven. <laughs> I wish that'd be great. Maybe we will. Could, could you imagine? Hey. The, okay, look, that's the ceiling. That's Here's the ceiling. college football live, baby. I'm sure we're about to get mentioned. Wow. That Sam, Ocho, smile, man. Ocho. I have one of his teeth yellower than the other. <laughs> All right. Oh my God! Right. We got subconscious. All right. All right. So, um, <laughs> why y'all analyzing my man's? So for no reason. Game one, Penn State. West Virginia travels to Happy Valley plays Penn State. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an L. Yeah. It's gonna be an L. It's gonna be an L. Uh, let's yeah. go score predictions. Oh jeez. We're gonna go okay. score predictions okay. right okay. now. Well, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you're more good. time. Hold no, on. no, just write down. Just just you're good. Just WVU and Penn State. Yeah. Right okay. now. Okay. okay. Griffin, give your score. Thirty-five ten. Okay, it's a solid score. It's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. 35-10. They cover. Um, right. Andy, what's your score? Uh, I mean, I'm going to say it's a lot closer than it actually is. So I'm going to go somewhere somewhere in the range of, I'll go 
30-25 in favor of Penn State. Okay. All right. It's, it's, That's not bad. I've yeah. seen people pick that on ESPN. I have seen that. That's not bad either. Gary. Not how good our pass defense was last year, and I say that okay. sarcastically. Uh, so I'm going to say this before you make your point. So I can... He has picked up a <laughs> lot of transfer portal defensive backs that have experience. Okay. This team is who, a lot more meshed. Who, uh, yeah, Franklin or Brown? Brown. Okay. He has picked up a lot more on the defensive side, and I think the defense will be better. Now, obviously, the line and the edge rushers aren't going to be as good because you lost stills. But I think you have a lot more on the safety side and the defensive back side. You have more depth and you have more talent. All right, well, in that case, I'll drop my original touchdown. I'm going to go 28-10. to 10. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. Penn State winning. So I'm going to make my score. I think, Let's hear it, Quinn. I think in the first half, I think Neil Brown is going to come out and he's going to call plays that Penn State doesn't know how to defend because it wasn't a part of their game plan, until, so they can't do anything until they make these adjustments at halftime. So I think coming out, West Virginia has a 14 to seven lead yeah. going into half. You think? I think. All right. I'm going to write this down. But Penn State then comes back and beats West Virginia. They have a high-scoring second half, beating West Virginia 35-21. I really hope that I can get into the stadium without getting into a fight. Because when you're trying to get into State wear, College... Wear a jacket and then a... No, I'm not wearing a jacket. I'm wearing my jersey. I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding. Come on. I'm a Philly fan, too. We don't do that. We don't hide. No, but yeah, if someone throws something at me, something bad might happen. Either to me or that person. I, I, mean, I mean, okay, okay. I'm that's, not that's, bailing you out of jail. Yeah. You don't got to bail me out of jail, but if someone starts... Um, I think we're going to have to give them out of right. infirmary. That's what we're going to have to do. I just know so, some arrogant Penn State fans going to be like, Oh, you're burned gold! And then throw a Bud Light can at my head. So, there you go. Ooh, There's the, the Penn State picture. Right so now you got... Also, I just want to point out, I, I know, that Sam Hartman went absolutely nuts hmm? in Dublin Iron. It was against Navy, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, but back to it. Do you have another? What? Open up the, the thing of just cherry. Because I think there's only there's only a few more of the cherry vanilla. <gasps> Fine. Alright, so let's go with... Do you guys recycle? I know, you just started with them. Oh, you don't recycle. You ever, everyone hear that? <laughs> Heard here first, folks. Everyone here? It's zero sugar. Yeah. Here's a live look in of Griff uh, bad, completely yes. raiding their uh, their fridge. All right. Um, Duquesne prediction. Quick pick. Mm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sixty-three to seven. Oh my! God. That's exactly what I was gonna think. Right on the nose? Yeah, put me down for 63-7 as well. Okay, what what was the score of the Towson game last year? Yeah, a lot to a ask. little. A uh, lot to a little. I think they got that one special teams touchdown. They and did. They score another. Uh, they, they got our special teams, they got their special teams touchdown because our... They, they our caught a snap and real quick. Our true freshmen were in, so... Okay, hold on. How, how, how much... It, 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 a field goal is either is, is one or two. Is that... A field goal? Yeah. A field goal is three. Is it three? Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy to three. And Gary. Um. Go. Just pick 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 a number above fifty, and then pick a number below ten. Seven. 
I'm sorry. We're gonna go sixty-three to three. All right. Yeah, like I said, it's basically just picking up her above fifty. I needed my multiples of seven. You think I'd know that as an engineering? Major. You would think. Yeah. And you'd be wrong. Do you want to start with? Yeah, I can build a bridge. Let's talk about let's let's talk about this pig game here. Yeah. So this pig game. We don't need. Really we don't want to spoil too much. We got the game's coming up. We're, 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 we can we're, tease it. We can tease it. Yeah, let's give a little this, teaser. So this we don't need. Let's no, no picks. No picks. No. No. We doing, have are picks? we doing picks? Yeah. yeah. Are we picking the whole schedule? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna do the whole schedule. Okay. <clears throat> and then Andy's gonna while we're talking, Andy's gonna add them all up and then see what our, all of our final records are. Eventually. Okay. All right. So we each have West Virginia at one and one right now. Yep. Yes. All four of us have West Virginia at one and one. Uh, Griffin, going into this game, what happens? I think we win by a field goal. Okay. Score final score prediction. Eighteen to fifteen. Okay. Ooh. Really close then. Yeah. Uh, Something's gonna go wrong because fifteen. You don't see that. Someone's gonna get two points or something. Something's someone's gonna, gonna. They're gonna. In, they're gonna put CFL rules in here. Someone's gonna get it one point. <laughs> they're, gonna in here. The field goals they're, they're gonna have a one point of safety. We're yeah. gonna do yeah. it. We're gonna do a drop kick or whatever it is. We're gonna do the thing Doug Flutie did. Gosh, that hasn't been. Doug he did a drop kick in his last game or whatever. What was, what was it? Up uh, was it? A, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something after a touchdown where like the. I don't think you can do it anymore. No, I think it's still in the rule book. It just does. It's there's no need to try it. Well, I mean, the the, the one point safety is still in the rule book. Apparently, I mean, it still is, but it will like never happen. Isn't Doug Flutie like the Tom Brady of the CFL? That's Kurt. War- no, Kurt Warner's the. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, Kurt Warner's arena football. Dropkick Murphys. I'm shipping up to Boston. Great band, by the way. Here it is. Here it is. I'm not going to play the audio so we don't get copyrighted. <laughs> get sued. <clears throat> so you could do it. So they're like lining up like they're going for a touchdown. <laughs> and it counts. Oh, okay. So you just It counts. That's one point. Points. It's one point. That's, oh. that's a young Bill Belichick right there. Yeah, that's before he committed like multiple rulebook violations. <laughs> So why is it not three points? Is it because they, like, hit the ground? Because it's, like... It's just how they made it. Huh. Garrett Green's going to have a drop kick to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's just going to happen. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So there you go. You have yours. Andy. Uh, see, I think it's... It, I want a high-scoring game, a shootout, but in all honesty, I don't think it's going to be very... Shootout like it's gonna be very you know in the trenches. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be a final of mm, let's go 21-18 WVU. Okay, Gary. What all did Pitt lose this year? Quarterback. But we'll, Slovis, s- we'll still see Keaton Slovis. Well, that's a game. But he's at BYU now. Slovis is terrible. Oh, so we're gonna see Slovis again. Uh-huh. All right. So they lost Slovis. Anybody else? It was like our middle linebacker that was tearing up JT last year. They lost Kalaja Kalaja, 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 Kalaja Kalaja They lost Kalaja, Kalaja, Kalaja Kansi. Yeah. Who's that? That was their defensive tackle. Okay. Very fast. Yes, they lost some pieces. Yeah. Okay. We've got some good offensive linemen from what y'all say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a good old line, definitely. From what y'all say. Uh, multiple. Okay. Very, yeah. 
So my mind is just rolling now. So we're just we're just gonna do the first three games. Okay, that's fine. So then, huh? It's almost like I said that. So then after that, so then next week after we see them play against Penn State, we can go we can through, rest. or we can do a, just a bit bit at a time. And okay, then so we're just gonna chunk it. Yes. Then. So okay, it keeps them relevant. Yeah. So pit. So this pit game. Um, I love it. I just love how we're playing pit. I love how it's old rival I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Garrett Green runs all over Pitt. I think CJ Donaldson shows him. I'm your dad. Okay. Uh, I say West Virginia wins 28-14. Okay. Not bad. I think a two-touchdown win would be great for West Virginia, too. Could you imagine that, like, they, like... WV proves us wrong and it just pulls out like 50 points. I would love for Pitt to be ranked by the time we play them, too. Can you imagine? I mean, and even. The if, only team, though, that they really play is Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, but a team, teams could lose. Because they're like on the. Because, my the, goodness, they lose to Wofford, man. It's <laughs> You better buckle up. The Terriers? They're going to lose to Wofford. <laughs> go Terriers, baby. Let's go. I mean, they play Cincinnati. <clears throat> I think Cincinnati may be. I mean, I, Cincinnati I mean, have been any good in the past like year or two. Uh, yeah, they made the college football playoff. Yeah. what three years ago? Yep. Four years ago? Yeah. Well, that was three years ago. I'm talking about recently, like last year. Uh, they were that. ranked last year. Yeah, I think they were bowl eligible, but it wasn't. They were bowl eligible. There are no like Bama or Ace or uh, uh, SEC team, but they're nothing to sneeze. They were bowl, a good competition. They were bowl oh, eligible because um, yeah, they were bowl eligible. All right, so. Staying in with college football. Thursday kicks off a full slate of games. That is true. Why is my internet not working? Okay, there it goes. Um, so yeah. you have a full slate of games. UCF plays Kent State. Wake Forest plays Elon. Georgia State and Rhode Island. That's one's kind of all right. Western that sounds Michigan like a real thriller. Plays St. Francis. UConn and NC State play. Well, then you have a top 25 game that starts on Thursday, and you have the Florida-Utah game, which last year is when we were all introduced to the great athleticism of Anthony Richardson. That is true. Um, so we'll see what happens here. This one's being played in Salt Lake City, um, so anything could happen there. Uh, Nebraska, Matt Rule making his debut at 8 p.m. on Fox against, against Minnesota. Um, and then... Missouri plays South Dakota. Tulsa plays um, a little bit of a West Virginia connection in the Tulsa game. Ryan Switzer is now the wide receivers coach at Tulsa, so he gets his first game as a coach uh, against Arkansas Pine Bluff. UAB plays North Carolina A&T, Southern Utah, and Arizona State. So um, I don't know if you have this one down, Andy, um, but we're going to go ahead since this is a top 25, Utah and Florida. Yes. So Florida obviously losing a quarterback. Utah coming off of uh, a pretty decent season. They had a Rose Bowl appearance. Had a Just Rose Bowl appearance. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. 
That was a great game either way. I love their quarterback. Um, I really do. They beat USC, though, for the Pac-12 championship. They did. So, um, I think, think they beat – didn't they beat USC twice last year? Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. That was, was it? Because that was USC's big thing as to why they couldn't get in the college football playoffs because they lost twice to Utah. Well, because if USC won that SC, or won that Pac-12 championship, they would have probably been in it, but they couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so – God, think yeah. about how crazy the different landscape of the season would have been if USC right. won that game. Right. <laughs> so Florida, Utah. Griffin, you make your prediction. Uh, I like Utah. I think Utah's going to win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, I would have picked Florida, but considering that they lost to Anthony Richardson, I'm also going to go Utah as well. Yeah. Utah's got a draft prospect quarterback, don't they? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cam Rising. I'll go Florida. Or not Florida, Utah. So... Uh, the- I, that was going to be my point. Uh, Cam Rising, I felt like, is a very sleeper kind of quarterback in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, he reminds me of like a Hendon Hooker. I, I agree. He's more of a Hendon Hooker. Um, he's very tough. Uh, in that Pac-12 championship game, there were multiple hits that he took from USC linemen that just he got right back up and yeah. just kept playing. There was a time where he even made a front flip. His body went forward. <laughs> and he guess what? He got right up and threw a dot. Okay, Absolute dot. So... I think Utah wins this game. So you can put Utah down for me. Right. Okay. Um, and then you go into Friday. You got Howard and Eastern Michigan. Michigan State plays on Friday as well. Miami and Miami of Ohio. Very That's exciting. interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Miami that is Florida. really interesting. You like Miami? Miami, Florida playing Miami of Ohio. I like Miami. I think I think Miami might, might win. So Miami's going to win, baby. You can't be wrong on that one. So Louisville and Georgia Tech play that game will be good. It's no, like won't. Affleck kickoff. Yeah, well, I think Lu- I think Louisville's terrible. Yeah, we'll see. I think I you want to well, listen um, to this. I think Georgia Tech wins by at least fourteen. Okay, I can see that. At least, but it's going to be a game at, in the first half. At least fourteen. The game in the first half, though. No. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, no. Missouri State and Kansas. So we're going to see Kansas. We're going to see them have. Uh, little parents. They're going to make their early season. Is Daniel still there? Daniel's is still there. Okay. So, um, there's not a ranked team that plays on Friday, um, so we won't make a prediction there. Although, I think we can all say that I think Kansas will beat Missouri State. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not even close. Stanford, honestly. Versus Hawaii. Uh, the Rainbow Warriors. I watched Hawaii play Vanderbilt. Hawaii stood their own in the first half. Um, Vanderbilt's terrible. I don't know. they got a pretty good quarterback this year. Quarterback can sling the football pretty well. When Vanderbilt finally has a, a legitimate team in the SEC, Neil Brown know. will be the head coach of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then Saturday, it's a great, great, great day. College football is officially back, mm-hmm. full swing. Michigan and East Carolina. Griffin, go Wolverines. Well, uh, honestly, considering that Jim Harbaugh is there, and also no. Jim Harbaugh's not there. No, he's suspended. He's suspended for the oh, first. Oh, you're right. First, he first, is. first three the, games. The recruiting thing. All right. Because he can't give his recruits that. cheeseburgers. Go ahead. Which I don't. Which I don't agree with. No, I think it's dumb. I think it's, it's like, like there's a. We're cer- not going to get into that. There's a certain though. level. There's a certain level. I, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay, so Jim Harbaugh's uh, absence will cause mayhem no, in the in the in the Michigan uh, sideline. Don't do it. Don't do it. Andy, do you want to know the spread? Andy, please do it. Do you want to know the spread? What? Michigan by 36, dude. Yep. Do it, Andy. The over-under is 52, and I guarantee you, Michigan itself covers. Look, I yeah, need to give up right when they're about to <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> look, I'm stupid. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that stupid. I'm going Michigan, Jesus. 
thought you were really about to do I, and yeah, see, I see, I ordered that precisely. <laughs> and, like, I, you fell right in my trap. Ahead, That's Gary. exactly what I wanted you to think. Yes, you did. Thank you. So, <laughs> so I, 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 although you could have made a point there because we see it almost every year now. We saw it last year with Marshall and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. We do see these teams like East Carolina and like these Sunbelt teams make the upsets. Oh, yeah. East Carolina is not good enough, no, so no. give me Michigan. Yeah. The Pirates. Who will go against the Pirates? Marshall plays East Carolina this year, I think. Yeah. At home. All right, let's, let's talk about Virginia-Tennessee, Quinn. Hang on. Hang on. Virginia-Tennessee. That one will be an interesting one. Um, go ahead, Griff. Virginia's got a mediocre team at best. Tennessee still has got some of the scraps from that great team last year. They lost Jalen Hyatt and Hendon Hooker, but they yeah, still they have, have a, a good squad. backup quarterback. Maybe. Joe Mixon. Yeah, no, they no not Joe Mixon. What's his name? Joe Mixon's wrong. I know. For the Bengals. I have no idea who the quarterback is. Um, I got you. I'm looking. Joe Milton. Joe Milton the third. I also yeah. lost Darnell Wright. He did lose Darnell Can't forget Wright. about our boys in the trenches. Boy from the H Town. Yeah, I might have played against him in the league. No, but they they have a they have a decently depthful team if that's even a word. But they they have some pieces. I I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna win any SEC championships. Notice how this, this is year. a neutral site game, but the neutral site is in. Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like that's when like Georgia consistently plays games in Atlanta. It's just not fair. But yeah, I, can we go? Are we going Tennessee or around the board here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this next game, Gary is he's so excited. Really? Gary is absolutely excited. I'm excited myself because you have Coach Prime. Making his power five debut. debut. Uh, I'm eating gummy bear. Okay. I'm going to have one. I mean, they're, they're my gummy Basically, bears. Coach Prime is going to finally prove himself against D1 talent. And we really get to see if he's the, all that in a bag of chips. I think he's all that in a bag of chips and more. Listen, I think Dion is going to be good. His recruiting Not ability yet. is undeniable. But the only reason that he's such a good recruit is because he just he's has the, name recognition. He's game. He's prime time. Like. Yeah. Yes. But that's still an aspect. Oh yeah, but I don't know. I think uh, Colorado in the future, if Dion stays, will be good. But for right now, Colorado is not competing with the reigning like runner, runner up for the national championship. Now, granted, obviously, TCU. Can, can obviously, really, obviously, TCU lost everyone. Can, uh, but like, can, can you really call them a runner-up? They lost by like seventy who? points. TCU. I mean, yeah. they still made it. They, they still earned their spot. They beat Michigan. They literally beat the team that. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, I picked. I, I picked Michigan to win the national championship this year. I don't know if we're going to talk about that <laughs> later. <laughs> I picked. We are. We'll I, I picked. Don't go there. Yet. Okay. Don't go there yet. Um. So I think this is a game. Where Shador Sanders starts his Heisman campaign, I strongly believe that Shador Sanders is one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Mm-hmm. I think though he won't go to the NFL this year. No, he's no, he play. shouldn't. He shouldn't go to the NFL for um, like three years. I'm he's going to come. We're going to see him in Morgantown next year. Uh, he'll probably beat the crap out of us next now, year. How do we know? We know Colorado's coming here. Yeah, that's confirmed. They're coming to the Big Twelve. Yeah. yeah. No, but we know they're playing here. Oh no, that's uh, not confirmed. But no, I'm, I know they're coming to the conference. But eventually we'll see him. I would love to so, see them. So, Shador Sanders is going to start his Heisman campaign, but with this being in Fort Worth, I think TCU wins by a field goal. That makes sense. I mean, my my opinion on this is, I mean, you were saying earlier that, like, week one does have its occasional upsets of, like, these 
I mean, of, of course, they're not affiliated with the, with the Big 12 just yet, but I mean... This they're a Pac-12 school, though, so they're, they're still a Power 5 school. Okay, so, so then maybe not... Uh, it'd be like a like a um, Sunbelt team beating like an SEC team, but still, it's you know it's not a it's not on the same level as you know maybe the Big Twelve. The the Pac Twelve is I mean it's not on the same level I, I would think, but still, this is a future Big Twelve match, and honestly, I think Dion will get will get it done in Fort Worth, and I'm not gonna say smack the crap out of TCU, but definitely win by a you know maybe a touchdown or maybe a field goal. You a know decent margin. A decent margin, yes. Now, all right, for these next... Did you make your pick? Yeah, make your pick. Right. Slightly tough pick. I mean, obviously he's got the talent, like, player-wise. Yeah, he's got that's, that's indisputable. He's got, he's got a great recruiting class, great transfer class. Like, that's the only thing that's unknown is how well his himself and his coaching staff are going to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you got a guy like Dion who played in his career, played on multiple sides... Jeez. I saw it this morning. No, oh, played, oh, but Dion, but Dion plays and both sides. Teams. The special teams, one of the best punt, he's probably the best punt returner of all time. Yeah, he's the one. Of them. Top, top five. No, not even. I'd say Dion's probably the best oh. corner to ever play the game. I don't think he's the best corner. You don't think Dion's the best corner? Who do you think's the best corner to ever play the game? I think he's the most physically gifted, but I don't think okay. he's the best like. But yeah, no, we're, we're going. We're going about how Dion played in this Colorado's gonna career. win. I don't know if they're necessarily going to like steamroll TCU. Granted, we're just going to see how good TCU becomes. Now it is in Fort Worth, Texas, too. But I still feel like Colorado. I can see that. Yeah. I can see. Trust me, nothing. Nothing would be got, better for the college football world. Travis Hunter if, is playing both sides of the ball, and is arguably one of the best. It's his, yeah. His top recruit. He's obviously is his top recruit, but honestly, probably one of the best two way players since Coach Prime himself. Yeah, right. how ironic. Um, so yeah. Before we go, oh, Griffin, who did you pick? TCU. TCU. Okay. Right. Um, so then the next game I have. These next, these next, these bro, these next four State games. State and Oklahoma. Can we just okay. honestly? These next four games. No, bro. just wait. No way. Okay. I think you don't entertain this. Stop. Don't. Arkansas State being a Sunbelt team. I think they could beat Oklahoma. They're not going to, but I would also at the same time not be shocked. If it wasn't so I'm going Oklahoma. if it wasn't in Oklahoma, I would maybe even listen. I thought they but, were Razorbacks at first. Yeah. No. I think Oklahoma across the board here. Are we all in agreement? Uh yes. I okay. was gonna pick Oklahoma. Perfect. Either way. If they're at home, yeah. The next game, Utah State and Iowa. Mm. Honestly, I can see Utah State winning this I game. I can't. No, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa's gotten better. Iowa was better. better than last year. You'll see. All right, so I think Iowa across the board here. Yep. Next game's not even Wait, funny. Across, across the board? Um, for, for who? If you want to take... Iowa. Yeah. You, uh, did you say Utah State? No, no. I, I, I changed my opinion. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, this, this next game... Ole Miss and Mercer. Ole Miss will win this yep. game. I don't Same. know where Mercer is. I've Alabama. Never even heard of Mercer. So, I think Mercer's in Alabama. I think we all can say Oregon's going to win. Against Portland State. Um, yep. But then you can talk about this next game. I feel like this game... It's got a recipe. Ohio State and Indiana. I feel like this game is always interesting every year. One, Ohio State doesn't know who the quarterback's going to be yet. Mm-hmm. They don't. I think that this game... Yet the opening line is still 30. Regard like we don't know who the quarterback is yet. We've Honestly, already had a, we already have a spread. Genuinely, I can see Indiana winning this game. I, I agree. Think about it. Think about the stage it's on. You got Indiana hosting 
a game against the number three team in the country at home. On CBS. This is the first Big Ten game that will be aired on CBS Waves. Yeah. I think, I, I, I don't honestly, know. I'm going to go with the safe pick of Ohio State here. But at so the same I. time, I would not be surprised if we're sitting here the same time next week. Yeah, I agree. With Indiana as the winner of this game. I mean, I was going to pick Ohio State anyways, considering uh, I mean, it's, it's the safe pick. I mean, usually, you know, if, you're, if you go into any game with Ohio State involved, it's usually going to be Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not to say that they're, you know, not a talented team. They're a phenomenally talented team. Um, but, you know, like, like I said, it's the safe it's the safer route. You know? I, I mean... How's their pass defense? Sorry, I mean, it's Ohio State? No, Indiana's. Uh... Big Ten, Big Ten Big defense, Ten. nothing great. Or I mean, it's good, but it's like, it's not like upper echelon, but it's it's always middle of the pack. Like, I'll go Ohio State thing. Yeah. Ohio State's always got some of the top receivers. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got Marvin Harrison Jr. coming back. I mean, it doesn't really matter who's throwing the ball because they're gonna have a, a mid level. No, they're gonna they're gonna have a they're gonna have they're a top they're gonna have a top fifteen. They're gonna have Marvin. Granted, he's not gonna be good in the NFL. They've they're never gonna done that. they're gonna have Marvin Harrison Jr. at wide receiver. I don't know um, who that is, but I'm sure he's good. It's Marvin Harrison's son. I don't know who Marvin Harrison is. Peyton Manning's wide receiver with the Colts. Oh, okay. Um, so, the next game. Hmm? Okay. Bottle openers in the room right there. You can use a spoon open, though. I'm not going to use a spoon. You can? You can use a spoon, Next game, yeah. Washington and Boise State. Come on, dude. All right, continue. Washington and Boise State. Um, I think this one's pretty, pretty straightforward. Washington. I think yeah. Washington all around. Mm, I was gonna pick Washington. I, I Gary. don't know nothing about them, but I know Boise State got that Smurf turf. Yeah, but they're not playing at Boise State. It's in Seattle. I don't care. I'm still going Boise State. All right, Gary's going Boise State. He's going with the Smurf turf. I have never now, heard the term as you, Smurf as you, turf. As you write this down, the next game is Rice and Texas. JT Daniels against Texas. Debut. Again. I think... Would not be surprised if Rice wins this game. It's not going to happen. Quinn Ewers is at quarterback for Texas. So I think Texas wins this game. Like I said, JT Daniels wouldn't be surprised if he throws for 350-plus and gets a win uh, in Austin, Texas. But I think this one is also straightforward. Yeah, I mean Texas I, over Rice, correct? Texas definitely over Rice. All right. yep, Texas, Texas over Rice. Right I didn't there. pick for Washington. Oh, I'll be, I'm absolutely. picking Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quinn Ewers is heavily underrated. 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 Everybody's always trashing on him because, like, whenever Arch Manning or Archie or whatever his name is, Arch. Came in, everybody's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe he's not the starter." It's like, yeah, but they have still Quinn Ewers. Okay, but Quinn Ewers couldn't win the job at Ohio State. Well, that's Ohio State. And but he was competing against C.J. Stroud. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That is true. And Wasn't Ewers, Justin Fields still there, too? And Quinn Ewers is younger. Because what's Quinn Ewers, like a junior now? I think so. Archman. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't, I, Texas is going to win this game. But like I said, wouldn't be surprised if JT Daniels throws 350-plus on Texas and wins no, this game. I would not be surprised. There's yeah. a shot. Rice has some transfer portals addition. There's not even a spread. Transfer portal edition. There is not a spread. That's how bad Which, it's going to be. It, yeah. The question is, is it going to be a high-scoring game? I can see it being a high-scoring game. Because I can see Texas scoring a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if JT Daniels plays like he did at West Virginia, then we're, then Rice then, is in a... 
Well, Texas okay, is okay, going to okay. be a national are, championship are, are we team talking this week. End of the year, JT Daniels, yes. or the very beginning year? Uh, of the end, end of the JT year. Daniels? End of the year. Okay. Oh well, it's it's going to be a lot of points for, for Texas. Yeah. So we're no, they, they, no, they added some. Okay. I feel like I feel like this whole board getting down some of these games. My God. Notre Dame, Tennessee State. I think we can all go ahead and say Notre Dame's going to win. Yeah. Sam Hartman yeah. went 250 yards with four touchdowns last game against Navy. Tennessee State, honestly, is probably worse than Navy. Notre Dame will win. Tennessee State. State is ten times now. Worse than Navy. Now we're getting into something here. We got Buffalo and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You got Luke Fickle's first game at Wisconsin. Okay, you have Buffalo, who's a decent MAC school every year. Um, they're not going to be decent enough to beat Wisconsin. Um, I have Wisconsin in this game. Three thirty on Fox Sports One. Yeah. Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, Wisconsin is usually. And they're not like front runners, and uh, they're, they're in the Big Ten, right? Or Wisconsin? Wisconsin yeah. yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, they're not. They're not front runners in the in the Big Ten, like. They're, they're top of the Big Ten West always. Well, well I mean, I'm, I'm I'm saying like the entire Big Ten. Like they're not they're no, not no. They're, they're not on the level of like you know Penn State or you Michigan. know or Michigan yeah. even. I was right. going to say Ohio State, but Michigan's still. technically not a part of Big Ten. They just participate in a lot of the games. Hey. What? Who? Michigan? Michigan. I thought they didn't have a conference. No, that's Notre, that's Dame. Notre Dame. No, that's Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Dame. I mean, but that's not that's not to say that Wisconsin isn't a bad team. You know, they're 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 a quality team, and I think that they're either. Like they're they're really consistent with you know their with their numbers and whatnot. So Maybe no, Fickle like Fickle's a good coach. He's I mean, he's, he's, he's getting up. Getting up. Getting getting up. up. Right. And he may usually got talent on the defensive side of the ball as well. Fickle is is exactly you know the wrong word to describe you know Wisconsin. I think they're very consistent. You know, but Griff? I mean Wisconsin is I don't it, Buffalo's nothing. <laughs> I can't bet against Wisconsin. They've got some of my favorite players coming from there. Yeah. Because all three of the Walk brothers came from there, right? And the the, the newest, greatest linebacker to come out of Wisconsin, Nick Herbig. Oh, uh, it's Herbig that came from Wisconsin. Nate Herbig? Oh, yeah, it's Nate. His younger brother. Yeah. Nate's the lineman, right? Yeah. Nate's the lineman. Nate's the linebacker. All right. Next game, UT Martin to Georgia. Just gonna it, go all around. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia versus Hartford Community hey, College. Except did you see, <laughs> hey, listen, did you see the Riz that Georgia's new quarterback's got? Oh? Who's their new quarterback? Dude. I can't say it on the air. Like also, I just need you all. We just to. have a classic SEC game where you have a Titan of a football team playing against an absolute nobody. I, it's like, like I said, Hartford Community College versus the Georgia Bulldogs. And that's all Georgia's lineup is going to be, except for like the two mandatory games they have to play in the SEC. <laughs> but uh, I was going to have a point there. I completely lost my train of thought. Dang it, Andy. I, 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 this is – this is – no. I'll find it later. Um, okay, but – Moving on, we're we're gonna we're gonna start yeah. flying through these. Number six USC at Nevada. I think we're gonna go all around. USC? Caleb Williams is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's on the TV right now, or was on the TV. Caleb Williams went two seventy eight with four touchdowns. USC. Okay. Next game: Kansas State, Southeast Missouri State. How can you be a state school but you have to specify what part of your state you're from? Buddy, don't. We're not gonna get into that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Kansas State, I think all around. Right, Griff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Texas A and M in New Mexico. I think we're gonna go all around. Go Aggies. Aggies? Well, no, wait. They're both Aggies. They are both Aggies. Texas A and M. Yeah, yeah. What are the Aggie? What are? Aggies? No, they're not. They're the Lobos. 
Yeah, no, I don't know what. Yeah. I, thought, I thought Texas A&M. No, they're the Lobos. The New Mexico Lobos. New Mexico State. Oh! New Mexico State. It's, it's New Mexico State that's the Aggies. Okay. Are, what is Aggies? It's like, it's like a cowboy. It's like, it's like yeah, a, it's a okay. cool word for a cowboy. Okay, so Texas A&M. Okay, Alabama, Middle Tennessee, Alabama. Hartford Community College oh, versus the Georgia Bulldogs. You know. Um, we've already all made our picks here for the next game, West Virginia and Penn State. Mm-hmm. So. Oh my gosh, the um, rivalry. So the next game. North Carolina and South Carolina. Here we go, Griff. You ready for this one? Let's hear it. Spencer Rattler has a dominant game against North Carolina. But I don't think it's enough to get it done against North Carolina. Drake May has a counterpoint game against Spencer Rattler. Although I think this one's going to be a high-scoring game, I think it'll be close. Give me North Carolina. See... I agree with you that Spencer Rattler is going to have a phenomenal game. He's going to he's going to completely dominate the Tar Heels. But what are you doing? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, he's he's going to have a great game, but South Carolina is going to come out on top. I'm going to go with South Carolina. Okay, I like South Carolina as well. <clears throat> um, the next game: Tulane versus South Alabama. I think Tulane will win this one. Tulane, I stuck with Tulane last year when it mattered. I'm going to stick with them again. I'm riding the green wave. Give me Tulane. I'm going to ride the wave again. I'm not sure if I did last year. No, you didn't. I did? You sat there and crapped on me for taking Tulane over Cincinnati and over SMU. No. Tulane, ranked 24th. They'll be ranked higher by the time the season's over. Give me the green waves. Okay. Well, then I'm going to agree with you. I don't like South... Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a two-lane green wave, yeah. Do I have to their, prove their, this their, to you? Their logo, I have to prove this to you? <laughs> their, their logo is actually kind of dope, to be honest with you. I gotta make a phone call. Step back on the porch. Come on. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's two. That's two now. All right. Um, I'm, gonna ride, I'm gonna ride the wave. So Give me two we'll names. We'll get Griff's picks on the next ones. Oregon State, San Jose State. DJ Uangale is at Oregon State now. I think he's gonna have a great game. Even though San Jose State's got a game under their belt um, and their quarterback did have three touchdowns, give me Oregon State. I'm going to agree. The last time I actually watched San Jose State uh, when they were in that bowl game, uh, they just didn't look very, you know, good, I guess, for for very layman's terms. So I'm going to go Oregon State. Okay. I'll go Oregon State as well. What? TJ Watt was on the Pat Show. Yeah. Oh, really? Alright. Uh, s- s- go ahead. So, for LSU and Florida State, who is home? Oh. Huh, it is a neutral. Did you pick for Oregon State? Did you pick Oregon State? Yeah, I picked Oregon State. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's a neutral site game, but it's in Orlando at Camping oh. World Stadium. So, it's pretty much a Florida State home game. I mean, Orlando and Tallahassee are, you know, pretty far away from each other. Yeah, but Tallahassee's still closer to Baton Rouge. Well, I mean, I'm still. It's still going to be a home game. For it's still State. it's still a home game, but it's it's not like you know going to like. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to argue. Pittsburgh. If it was at home, I would go Florida State because those fans are psychotic. But I'm gonna put my money on LSU. Go Tigers. Yeah, I'm gonna go LSU. Um, just on the fact of their quarterback. Uh, Showed a lot of upside towards the end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to continue with that upside. So give me LSU. Yeah, I. I mean, you, 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 you took my point honestly. I I, I I was looking into LSU a little bit. Yeah. Saying, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go LSU as well. 
Yeah. I had to make some fantasy moves. I'm sorry. Did you? Okay. Well, I tra- nice. well right. so I inherited. Okay. A, 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 quick, hey, ex- quick no, explanation. Come on. Quick. We're, no. We're, I had cut. No, no, stop. We're getting through this. Give me your pick for Oregon State and San Jose State. Oregon State. Okay. And then also South Alabama Tulane. Tulane. Okay. And give me your pick for LSU Florida State. LSU's quarterback is coming back before you ask me. I wasn't going to. I figured you would, though. Nope. Uh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go LSU. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's 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 a safer route. And then the game that closes, it's at a neutral site, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So the game that closes it all out on this Labor Day weekend, week one of college football, number nine Clemson against Duke. Now Duke typically has had the last couple of years have had some pretty decent teams. They haven't been good, haven't been great. Mm-hmm. They've been decent. It's Clemson. Give me Clemson. Yeah, I, that was literally going to be the same point I have. You know, Duke, I mean, this isn't basketball, so they're not going to be phenomenal, but, you know, they're nothing to sneeze at either, but they're also playing against Clemson of all teams. You know, it's not the best ACC team in the in the ACC, but still, it's it's Clemson. Like, come on now. Give me the Clemson Trevor Lawrence's. Yeah. Uh, and then oh. Marshall plays Albany. Wait, wait. Griff, oh, go ahead, Griff. Griff. Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Okay. So Marshall plays Albany. Um, we're not going to make a prediction for this game. Just want to talk okay. about it. Marshall coming off a bowl win at the Myrtle Beach Bowl uh, against UConn. They return Cam Fancher, their quarterback. But I will say, their quarterback next year, it's not going to be Cam Fancher. I know exactly who it's going to be. Who? It's going to be Chicago from Earth. Oh, really? Uh, that kid, I have not seen a kid throw a ball like that ever. Okay. Ever? Not like ever. Manning or Trevor No, in high school. In high school. Uh, like. What are we talking like bombs down to the 10 yard line? Yes. From like. Pretty much. The 90. From the other 30. <laughs> Just absolute nukes. I actually think this was the play, actually. We're gonna bring it up here on the TV. Or? I mean, Quentin knows more about this kid than I do. He's told me a little bit about him. I've heard he's good. Cause he was originally at a school in Kentucky, wasn't he? Uh, Ohio Archbishop. Oh, my bad. So what's this, Griff? I'm, I'm watching. Okay, we got our classic. Play action pass. Oh my God! Woo! Oh! Oh, that's pretty. Tell, oh me, tell me that you've ne- I mean, I've never seen a kid in high school throw a ball like that. Oh, Pretty. my God. I mean, in college, I think he'll need a little more arm strength. But oh, he'll get it. Oh, he'll get it. But, I mean, just... Obviously man, that ball just if you throw the ball like that in high school, imagine he's going to be, like, on Anthony Richardson level. Yeah. That'd be tough. Um, That's pretty. And also, he also can do this, though. Oh, his scramble for a touchdown? Yeah, he can also do this. Hold on, I want to see those. See... I want to make a very controversial statement here. Oh, I want to see an offensive lineman-sized quarterback. Look at oh. like I'm talking like Jared Lorenzen in his arena football era. Just 350 pounds, like six foot five. Have you ever heard of a school called Bishop Sycamore? Isn't that the school that just got busted up? Yes, basically. Why did they get busted up? Because they're not a school. Well, yeah, I knew. I think I saw that they said they had like three enrollees. Yeah, but there were... They and were, nobody there, graduated? Nobody graduated. There were no classes. There were literally, like, it was a pickup team, basically, and they played on national television. Oh. Yeah. Weren't some of the kids, like, not even high school age? Yeah, they were, like, 
twenties. Thirties. Yeah. And, so and, and they, they got they, they got they got smacked by um I am IMG Academy, is that it? Yes. They got yeah. beat. They got smacked. Yeah. You're telling me they had twenty Gary, year olds. Do you know who IMG Academy is? No. They're a football the top football school in the country. Who? Uh, okay, we should specify the top football high school in the country. But you're telling me that a bunch of twenty three year old football players got beat by high schoolers. Yes. <laughs> But, but these, these, but high these guys weren't good, though. These high schoolers were prodigies. Well, yeah, I get, I get that. I just find it funny that they made a fake high school to build the greatest football team in their state, and they still got beat. Right, so here you go. Okay. okay. Not only can he get it oh, done with his oh, arm. Oh. You booking it? Oh, he just plowed through that guy. Not yeah. only does he get it done with the hand. Mate, come on now. He gets it done with his feet, too. Does he have a... Is he rated yet? Like yeah, he's a three-star. That's not bad. Three-star. He had an offer... He makes a mad mess, doesn't he? He had an offer at Penn State. You're telling me they're putting him in the same ranks as Jared Dagey? What? How Jared Dagey was a three-star. Yeah. How old is he? He's a senior in high school. So he's originally from Hurricane. Um, oh, you, were you talking about... Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah, originally yeah, from Hurricane, transferred earlier. back into Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I think he's... Yeah. I think he's going to be the starter at Marshall next year, but I think Marshall has a good year this year. Um, to look a little bit at their schedule, they play, uh, which it actually just sold out yesterday, they play Grant Wells returns to Huntington, yep. West Virginia. They play Virginia mm-hmm. Tech week three, as or not week three, actually. I was about to say, we're about to have yeah. some big week, week three. three games in West Virginia. Oh, but they have an early bye. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, their bye is after week two. Wow. So that's actually a week four game. That's 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 a really So they do play. They play East Carolina week two at East Carolina. And um, week four is Virginia Tech. Yeah, they have some pretty good games, though. Um, so Marshall... Looking, they they play NC State. I think they could be NC State too. They they play East Carolina as well. I just said that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, all right. So now we're going to talk about something else. Tennis? No. Tennis? Um, we're going to talk. Actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, that's why it's not coming up. All right. Wow. Um. So, since the last time that me and Andy talked, there has been a lot of stuff happen in the college basketball realm. Yes. Um, Josh Eilert, obviously, for those of you that listen, me and Andy broke down the Josh Eilert, you know, everything that happened there um, with Josh Eilert. um, Did you see what Gordon Gee put out yesterday? Or no, a few days ago? I'm so sick of him. We're not going to talk about him because then I'm just going to well, go well, okay. Well, no, we're, no, no, okay. we're not. No. I don't think it was Gee. I, it might have been Ren Baker. Though. No, it was Gordon Gee. Was He's it? an idiot. And I'm sorry. You can go ahead and shut this podcast down. Gordon Gee does not have any room to talk about athletics. He does not know. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Gordon Gee has no room to talk about athletics. To the fact that he says Josh Eilert has to win a national championship... No. Yeah. No. Wait, Josh, yes, he says Josh Eilert has to win a national championship in order for him to come back. That's not yeah. his call to make. It's Ren Baker's call. All right, folks, looks like we're doing something we haven't done in... Ever. Like, 
Oh yeah, ever. Ever. Yeah. Closest we got was what, like ten Final Four fourteen years ago? Yeah, with Press Virginia and No, that wasn't Press Virginia, that was no? with Deshaun Butler. was it Deshaun Butler? Uh, I mean, I know it was like back in 06 or 07. Uh, we went to the Final Four in 2010. Oh, okay. With Bob. Yeah, I, he there. I knew I, I knew Bob was there, but still. Gone, but never forgot. Yeah, that's that true. Thanks, Coach. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. I'm Gordon Gee is a very interesting man. Man of many thoughts, many bow ties, and many acquaintances. <laughs> Many many people who don't do not like him very much here on the uh, campus of West Virginia University. At least as of right now. As of right now, of course. But you know, to 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 to, to come out and say that you know they have to win a national championship for a substitute uh, coach to actually like stay is a lot to ask for. You know. No, I agree. It, well, I think the reason he said that was basically. A, snappy little sarcastic way of saying we're not going to keep this guy. Which is wrong. You need to have confidence in him. Because this isn't like your normal situation where you hire an interim coach and you don't have players that know how to play basketball. Josh Eilert has guys who know how to play basketball. Like He does. I mean, he has one of the top rosters in the country. probably lost like half of them. But he gained... He gained a lot of numbers. A lot of key players. So on the roster, this is the wrong one, because I see Jimmy Bell. Yeah, I was going to say, he ain't here no more. Good. His career as a right tackle didn't exactly work out. Good. It did not. Um, God, he was awful. So, you have... Which, I want to get your whole insight on it, because obviously this summer it was me and Andy. People know me and Andy's point of view on it. So, Griffin, give me... And, of course, it's going to... Uh, give me your insight here as to what you think. What are you feeling around everything that's happened and around everything that's that, that's gone on and how next season is looking? Where do I even begin? <laughs> Amen. I agree. Well, you got the whole nonsense with Mr. Bob. You got that. So that's good. That's not great. It's not great. Um... Lost some guys because, but lot stayed too. But you also, I think you gained equal. Who yeah. did we lose? So you lost Trey Mitchell to Kentucky. Yeah. You lost. Did you? You lost James at Conquo to UNC. That makes me sad. Uh, you lost Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Yes. To Alabama. He went to. No. Didn't Milwaukee go to Alabama? Milwaukee went to Alabama. Um, and then obviously you lost Eric Stevenson. You lost Emmett Matthews. Yeah. You lost Keydrain Johnson. Jimmy. And you lost Jimmy Bell, which that's not much of a loss. Jimmy Bell! And that wasn't going to be much of a loss, because before he left, we had... um, Yeah, football tryouts. Well, not just that, but we also had... um, With Jesse Edwards. Yes. So, but now, you have Josh Eilert, who has gained a cook a cook from UConn. Yep. Or, I guess, from Georgetown now. Yeah, it's, it's a cook, a cook. Good job. Hey, hey, let him cook. Co- let him cook. <laughs> a cook, a cook. And let then you have, cook, cook. you have Raekwon Battle, who needs a waiver. And they have not submitted a waiver yet, because they are really, really trying for him. So you have Raekwon Battle, who's if he gets his waiver approved, is going to be a heck of a player. Where did, did Raekwon Battle come from? Uh, Montana State. Okay. You have Jeremiah Bembry, who came from Florida State, 
is a redshirt freshman guard. Can play. Can play. Then you have Jesse Edwards, who's from Netherlands, but really from IMG Academy, from Syracuse in his fifth year. He's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Then you have Noah Farrakhan, who you just got from Eastern Michigan, who was, when he was getting recruited, was one of the top recruits in the country. You have him. Then you have Josiah Harris coming back, which he has apparently gained a lot of muscle. You have mm-hmm. Kobe Johnson, who stayed on there. He's, He's a nice. junior. You have Kirk Carissa, who we talked about. Mm-hmm. Getting him back was a massive, massive get yes. for them. Then you have Afri Neve from Israel, who he'll be a good player. Mm-hmm. He was a good player in, in Israel. Jose Perez left and came back, and so now I think he's going to be a top player. This summer he's playing in some summer league stuff and was was averaging 20, 30 points a game. Did, we keep, did we keep Seth Wilson? Yes. yes. You keep Seth Wilson. I like Seth Wilson. You then... Now listen, this one was a little bit... Okay, we may have gotten this guy illegally, but we still <laughs> got him. Quinn Selinski, uh, who played his high school ball at Huntington Prep in West Virginia. So he's in the middle. Um, So should there was a little bit of a rumor that he was going to come to West Virginia before he even entered the transfer portal. So then he puts his name in the transfer portal and literally an hour later makes a post on Instagram that says, I'm coming home, and it's West Virginia. So mm. basically there's just like a rumor... No, I think we tampered a little bit. I think we made some. I think. No, it didn't. He just. Did we, but, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Coach Cal- Calipari did that to us with Trey Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And the rumor was before Trey Mitchell, the thought of him even leaving was around, was Trey Mitchell to Kentucky. And I was, I texted him. I was like, I think Trey Mitchell may leave mm-hmm. within the next 24 hours. Trey Mitchell left and went to Kentucky. Like instantly. But then Quinn Selinski, literally an hour later after he hit the transfer portal, came to Virginia. Didn't even take a visit. Didn't even have a Zoom call with anybody. Now, do we still have that really good recruit there that was, like, talking up last year? Jesse Edwards from Syracuse? Yeah. Yeah. Or or Jose Perez, the one who had to sit. No, like, the one... No, the one one guy from Syracuse. The one guy that was, like, hyped up as, like, the best transfer in the... Jesse Edwards. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Edwards, yeah. Yeah, we we still still have him, him. yes. And then, then to... to, to, Go ahead. I was thinking about the one guy from Arizona. Oh, Kirk Carissa. Yeah, yeah. But no, so then you have Pat Sumnick is returning, and then Seth Wilson. Um, And then you have your... um, Then you go and and you round out the coaching staff. Obviously, Josh Eilert's the interim head coach. Mm Mm-hmm. You have Demar. He kept Demar Johnson, which was an, an, which we talked about him. He was a hire last year. Alex Ruroff was promoted from a grad assistant to an assistant coach. Let's go. Then you have Deshaun Butler, who is arguably one of the best players to ever put on the goal. Oh, he's coming. So he's an assistant coach. And then you have Jordan McCabe, who honestly may be one of the best ball handlers I've ever seen. Really, you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, the kid played. There was a video that surfaced years ago of this kid at halftime of a Harlem Globetrotters game. No one knew who the kid was. That was Jordan McCabe. He went out in a massive crowd with the Harlem Globetrotters and sat there and dribbled the ball all around. Like, just, that was Jordan McCabe. Really? So, you have a great coach. Sheer skill. You have a top roster. I think West Virginia could make a push to win the Big 12. Honestly, like, that, that, that isn't even a hot take. So, you have Jose Perez. Mm-hmm. That will be your starting point guard. Yeah. If Raekwon Battle gets approved, he'll be your shooting guard. Yeah. Who, not to mention, they just, Montana State played in the NCAA tournament uh, yeah. not too long ago. Uh, and let's see. Oh, there's no, okay. I'm trying to get it to work here. Um, so, played the last two seasons. In Montana State, 
he averaged set, last season averaged seventeen point seven points a game and started all thirty five games. Right. He shot forty six point nine percent from the field, thirty five point three percent from the three point range, and eighty three percent from the free throw line. He was named Big Sky Conference first team. Was the tournament the conference tournament MVP because he put up twenty five points in the championship game against Northern Arizona. Mm-hmm. Then he scored twenty seven points against K State in the NCAA tournament. Which which I think is miraculous. So you get you get Raekwon Battles waiver approved. Yeah. You're sitting, and I'm not even gonna sit here and talk about Jesse Edwards. I think we all know Jesse Edwards is gonna be the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's from Syracuse. Um if you can get Noah Farr, I don't think Noah Farrakhan's transfer will get approved. Um, just because everything that's kind of happening, I they, I mean, they didn't even give us Jose Perez's waiver, so I doubt they give us two in one year. Although they might, considering the circumstances. Um, Our coach is an alcoholic. Can you give us some mercy? So he <laughs> started out, um, I believe, it, yeah, he started out at East Carolina. Where he saw action in 12 games and he only averaged three points. Then he transfers, goes to Eastern Michigan, where he started 25 of 26 games and led the team with an average of 16.6 points a game. So this team, you know, obviously we're not going to talk much more about them because we just don't really know. Yeah, it's, it's nowhere close to basketball no. season either. So, um, but it'll be here a lot quick. It'll be here quicker than we know. That's true. Um, does it does a cook a cook need a waiver? Um, I thought he already got enrolled. Well, he's enrolled, but that doesn't mean. Oh, so they're, they're, they're not one of the same. No. Oh, okay. No. I thought I thought be, you have to be enrolled in order to play college athletics. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Let's say this isn't a part-time gig. <laughs> I'm gonna I thought they were one and the same. No. No. Like Garrett said, it's not a part-time gig. Right. You gotta be a full-time student, baby. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think he. I think I think a cook a cook where he's a grad transfer. I think he's on automatic. Yeah, he's an automatic. So I don't think he'll have to get a waiver. Um, but I'll have to do research on that. But I think this basketball team is one of the best teams that West Virginia's had. Um, it's gonna be really weird without Bob Huggins. Yeah, it is. I'm okay. It's gonna be really weird. Um, and I know it's you know for you all it's gonna be weird, but for me it's gonna be really weird. Right. This is the only guy that I've watched coach West Virginia basketball. Yeah. Um, I mean, to a certain extent, that's that's like, the same thing for me too. Like, well, yeah, but like I've grew up my whole life. Precisely. Like I just, it's just gonna be so weird. Like the school's not gonna be there. Like what is? What are they gonna say? Are they gonna not s- gonna be a bottle of whiskey underneath in the locker room? Hey, you never know. Look, I said this in the podcast. You didn't hear. Here is what happened. Okay, with Bob. And then I'm just gonna make it short. Okay? I'm pretty. I mean, I know you're. I mean, he was less than two minutes from Acrisure Stadium the night of Taylor Swift. He was a T Swifty. He was partying up with Taylor. Yeah, he was a Swifty. There's a chance. There's a chance. No, I think. But for real though, I think he dropped his wife and daughters off, and went to the bar and got drunk, and then it just was game over from there. My, my and those crushed cans that were in the back, like they were tail. My butt. Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins cares about the environment. He was clearly okay. recycling right. his tall May, boy twisted right. teas. Yes, and yes, Bob Huggins full and trash bags of twisted teas. And Bob yeah. Huggins cares about his his job. His well, the job that he did have. Bob Huggins is an environmentalist. He is a green icon. 
He should be praised by the Biden administration for his initiatives. All right. All right. So that right there. Okay, so that was West Virginia talk. Now let's get into a little bit of NFL. We're not going to make the predictions in the NFL, obviously. We'll do that next week. Right. Preseason. Oh, you want to talk about the NFL. Preseason just ended. Griffin's Griffin's Eagles coming off a rough Super Bowl loss. Oh, enough. To the like, it was unneeded. That was an undated mention. Unneeded. That was an unneeded. Why couldn't you have said you the Chiefs? Why couldn't you say the reigning champs, the Chiefs? You had to see. You had to say the losing hey, team. Hey, 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 hey. The wrong. finish. The Eagles lost a heartbreaker that they probably should have won. Should have won. That they probably should have won. Um. So. Um. Yeah, um, Jalen Hurts had one of the best Super Bowl performances ever. He did. Ever. So and he doesn't ever ring. He doesn't ever ring to show for it. So the Pittsburgh Steelers in preseason. It better Gary. It better the have a ring Pittsburgh eventually. Steelers or it's right. your rear end that's going to pay the price. Oh really? Yep. See, I didn't curse. See, at least he's I'm proud of you. At least you're censoring yourself. Um, you fart nugget, you. <laughs> Whoa! Right. Hey, 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 so, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the Steelers finished at 3-0 in the preseason. The Eagles finished 0-2-1. Whatever. But they honestly had the worst quarterback that they could possibly have. And they had, like, none of their starting lines. Why is Mariota getting such crap from Dude, everyone? Because he's... What is the problem? He was awful. Dude, oh my he god. so bad. He is not awful. He didn't have A.J. Brown, Delonte Smith. Doesn't matter. Anybody. Okay, but... It was the fact that he couldn't even hit the hands of the receivers that he had. <laughs> the receivers. Right. No. No. I know you're going to say I'm not arguing. I know this. you're going to say you do that. But I'm telling you, Gardner Minshew. Or not Gardner Minshew. Hey, don't make fun. Don't um, crap on Gardner. Minshew mania. I, I think that Marcus Mariota had a really, really, really terrible, terrible. Preseason. Oh my god! Like, honestly, <laughs> what is your deal? When these roster cuts happen. I, Mariota's not going to get cut. He just paid him millions. He's not going to get cut. But you also you also just drafted Tanner McKee. We did, but Mariota's better. You than could him. you could let Mariota go. No, he's, he's you know what you keep Mariota. You know what? Team. You know what? The St. Louis Battle Hawks and the XFL have a nice spot for him. Mariota okay. has a good. Football IQ. He might not be good, but he's got a good football IQ. Good, and he should retire and become a coach. Okay. Why do you have this agenda against my man's? Because he's just not good. No, but like, why does the bat? Why is the backup getting such crap? What's the problem? Because we have to sow the seeds of dissent against the Eagles early. I, mean, I know, immediately starting. See, I could, you, you, I, you could talk about anything from this offseason, and you mentioned Mariota's bad preseason so Mar- performance. So Marcus Mariota against the Cleveland Browns. Oh, my God. Went we 9 go? for 17 with 86 yards and one interception. Okay. I would sit on you. I would really just destroy you because you tied with, with the Browns. But DTR had one of the most... Just surprising and greatest preseasons out of any quarterback that I've ever seen. Can you agree with me? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he went 13 for 25, 164 yards. But also on his feet was four carries for 18 yards. I'd also like to add that he run blocked. Yes, he also run blocked. Man's got some balls of steel. So, but not only... So, so do you see where I'm going with this? Where are you doing? Going up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but the Pittsburgh Steelers had a really good preseason. Oh, we had a fabulous preseason. Kenny Pickett, oh, honestly, was probably the hottest quarterback in the preseason. Well, he's also one of the only starting quarterbacks that played all three games. Josh, well, Josh Allen played against us, though. I, I know what you're saying, but Josh Allen played against us and did not. Josh looked like a completely different person. Yeah, Josh Allen did not. I'm still thinking he's reeling from a scandal that just hasn't he played. Against. He played a whole quarter, and in that quarter, threw three incompletions yeah. with 64 yards. Um, and then you have Kenny Pickett, who went three for four. On, he only played one drive. Three for four with 43 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that, I think that, that I think all priests. I think three for four. Oh wait, no, I'm gonna do it. Oh god. That's a solid yeah. seven. Yeah, no, that, 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 that is solid. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. But no. I'm like, I, was, I was on autopilot. I'm sorry. I get it, you're I, a Ravens fan, and I know you're upset that the Ravens... Mate, I didn't even watch the, the preseason. The Ravens, the Ravens winning streak in the preseason went to shambles with the Commanders Dude, because the Sam Howell finally buckled it in and is going to show everybody that he's the Pro Bowl quarterback that he is. But I'm sorry, Kenny Pickett was the best quarterback in the preseason. Okay, and, and, and I'll agree with you. It's like the counterpoint is back, but I'm not a Ravens fan. <laughs> counterpoint, Kenny Pickett. Okay. Hey, Griffin. Counterpoint, Kenny Pickett. Okay. Hey, who, who was the one that started that joke? He Okay, he went three for four against the Bills. Okay. We use the same he, shampoo. We do? Oh, that's nice. We're brand. Harry's? Yep. I mean, too. Um, so, oh, my God. So, Kenny Pickett, I think, threw, like, three incompletions all preseason. Which, against the Bills, played the Bills, they played the Bills' number one defense. Um, See, I thought you were talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen also played. Josh Allen played honestly terrible. That's, that's, that's what I was making my comment on. Yeah. He honestly played really, really, really good. Like I think Allen is going to have such a bad year. I mean, I hope not because I like Josh Allen. I like Allen too, and the kick is good. I mean, I heard a rumor that he had supposedly cheated on his longtime girlfriend. That's why he had such a bad game against the Dolphins because she had finally found out. Uh-uh. No, or he's just a rumor. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. They don't let that stuff get in their head. Yeah, they zone that stuff out. Well, no, that could I also think... explain why Stephon Diggs was screaming at him on the sidelines. So the Steelers... I think Diggs is just mad because he hasn't gone to the Super Bowl yet. He's had so many dominant. Not dominant, but he's had so many good teams that he's been on. Yeah, he was part of the Mi- Minneapolis Miracle that team. Tyler, he, that team that went. Remember, remember, Randy Moss. But you remember that Vikings team that went to the NFC Championship the year after they they had that miracle win against the Saints. Remember that. Remember the. It was How the. Have you not seen the it was. Miracle? Yeah, Minneapolis Miracle. Because that was probably before I started it was, like, getting it, it was. It was one of the greatest miracle plays of all time. It was to go to the NFC Championship game. There was like five seconds left. They were down by a point. But they were out of field goal range, too. And just Case Keenum launches this ball right to Diggs, wide open, makes a man miss, and he just is, has a clear path for the end zone and won. Now, granted, it resulted in a very upsetting loss the next week to the Philadelphia Eagles, your future Super Bowl champs of that year. But it was a great play. Well, I mean, I could see Stephon Diggs end up like Randy Moss, where you're just an exceptionally talented receiver. That yeah. plays for like a lot of really good teams. You just never get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, Randy Moss got Super Bowl. <clears throat> he never won a Super Bowl. He did. Garrett. Really? I'm. Well, he was on the Patriots, but that was oh, the years. Oh yeah. That passes caught. Big side. Randy never won a Super Bowl. He always missed out. But then he got a penalty for that. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that a fine? Yeah. He got a penalty. Who did cares? He 
That's one of those penalties that you just don't care about. Well, I mean, the game the game ended, so it, does it matter? Drew right, Brees' Drew last legitimate chance to go to the Super Bowl, and he just completely shut well, it down. Well, he got one. I know, but that was his last chance to go to another, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But hey, at least Alvin Kamara did go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is, though, this is the best angle. Oh, oh yeah. This is a good angle. angle. Get that high school football angle. God damn it! Woo! Holy cow. See, there's the flag. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a hat. No, no, watch the ref. Well, no, the ref did throw one, but I saw that yellow oh, hat, and I thought it was a flag at first. Dude, imagine being a Saints fan at that game. Dude, that would be about the same feeling as me and Quinn when we were at the pit. Wait, we go to the yeah, mic'd up. Go to the mic'd up video. I want to see yeah. that. Okay, we'll watch this one later. We, we gotta, can't we watch the mic though because we can't watch the sound. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But so no, anyway, great game. Yeah, yeah. So, but the preseason just ended. Um, you have Houston just announced who's going to be their starting quarterback. Uh, so CJ Stroud's obviously going to start. Well, who else is going to start for the Texans? I mean, I know they don't got anybody else. Exactly. I just, I just think CJ Stroud's going to be a potato quarterback. I don't think he's. I agree. I don't think he's going to be good either. No, I agree. It's, no, it's good. Time. I just don't think yeah. he's got. Grant, I haven't watched like hardly any of his film, but I just don't think he's a solid quarterback. Yeah, I think the best quarterback that's out of the in, that's going to be the best quarterback in like in when it's all said and done, I think the best quarterback out of this draft is going to be probably Bryce Young. Bryce Young or um, Richardson? Uh, yeah, Anthony Richardson. Definitely not Will Levis. I think um, Will Levis no, is no. So, stiff. So talking about these quarterbacks, it leads me into my point. The Bears have announced who their quarterback team is going to be. Mm-hmm. Tyson. Fashion. Oh boy. Yeah. From Shepherd from Town, West Virginia. I'm going to point this out here. When Neil Brown got JT Daniels from the transfer portal, Tyson Bashan was also in the transfer portal. No one picked up Bashan, so he decided to go back to Shepherd. He is like the top quarterback in Division II of all time and has now beat out PJ Walker for the backup spot behind Justin Fields. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's a, he had that does not happen. Zero star recruit out of high school, out of Martinsburg High School, which Yikes. Martinsburg's a pretty good football team around here. They yeah. consistently, I mean, they probably won it like seven years in a row. Oh, really? And Tyson was the quarterback they're then. They're they're fairly. They haven't been good the last couple years, but they've still like made the playoffs. Okay. So, um, in fact, I think our junior year, Hurricane had to go play Martinsburg. Because Hurricane was like the 10th seat or something like that, weren't they? Yeah, I remember. They, I know they had to go to Martinsburg. Because I remember them leaving on a Thursday. But it was like... So, I think the Bears have two solid quarterbacks. I think Justin Fields is going to have a decent year. I agree. I think, honestly, I think Justin Fields could put himself in the MVP conversation come halfway through the year. So For much. the NFC. So much. I don't know. I think it could be Jalen Hurts. Definitely. Justin Fields. Definitely. I think he Not definitely could do it. No, I think he could. One hundred percent. He has the wide receiver weapons now. I think we're going to see a wide receiver like squeak into that MVP conversation this year. Um, I do too. Um, I think maybe Jefferson. Honestly, you think Mahomes is in that conversation as well? Obviously, always, always. always. Um, Ian Burrow, Allen, Hurts. Those four are going to be in the conversation regardless. And I think MVP. MVP. Kenny Pickett won't be in the MVP conversation, but I think he's going to have a good second year. I, think I'm good year. I mean, I he had a, he had a great preseason. 
I mean, he only played one drive in every game, I think, but he scored on every I drive. I do think that you are hanging on preseason a little bit okay, too much. Okay, so here's yeah. my point to this. I though. don't think it, here's is, my, it is preseason. Here's my point to this, though. The last the last couple years, we've had very rough preseasons, and it's just kind of continued. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into the year. So now that we... I mean, we went 3-0 in the preseason last year, but we didn't kill everybody. This year we killed everybody. Yeah, I think we the, nearly shut out the Bills. I, 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 think, the, the I think the Birds went one and two in the preseason, and we won the Super. Yeah, I mean like. it's, it's just it's gonna matter. I think the Steelers, the fact that they're gonna open up Week One at home against Brock Purdy, I think the Steelers still win. The That's Eagles are the Eagles are gonna officially retire Tom Brady because we're at the game where they're honoring him in Gillette Stadium. So as soon as they're done with that nice little ceremony, Jalen Hurts is going to go no, out and go. That's a listen, 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 yes, listen, I, it's so rare of me to say it. I hope the Eagles just stop on the Patriots. So do I. Yeah, I do too. Screw Bill Belichick. No, Tom also, Brady. Screw that guy. I like Tom Brady, but screw Bill Belichick. Most overrated coach in NFL history. And of course, that's a little far. <laughs> so, I but, but how, 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 how poetic I agree. The team that Brady lost to in the Super Bowl and beat in the Super Bowl, the night that they're honoring him, the Eagles come to town. It's going to be a good game. I think most of Belichick's Super Bowl wins are negated because he cheated for literally every single one of them. I don't think he cheated. I don't. I, I mean, Gate, I, Well, I that was more Brady in the equivalent. I don't still. look. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. Like, the, at the end of at the end of the day, like there's concrete. At evidence. the end of the day, if your defense is good, your defense is going to make a stop against Brady. And Don't get me wrong. I think he's got a good coach. I think he's a decent coach. It, it's cool. not, but it doesn't. That doesn't fire me up like the Astros cheating scandal does. Oh yeah, because well, it, it, it is so much harder to cheat in football because there are so many facets of the game, so many positions, so many different areas, so many things. And baseball, baseball. That's one thing, but still. You stood one guy, you can make that, but then you go right up, you can kill the play, make a new play, and then the wide receiver can move somewhere else that he's not, and then, you know, the play is, that play that he stole is out of whack. You, you literally have a, sign for a, have a sign for a fastball down the middle. You see that sign, third base coach, you know, whatever, yeah. bang that really? trash can. I'm banging the trash can. I know. It's supposed to be heard. But, and then, you know, Carlos Gray hits a bomb. Like that 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 infuriated so, me. So it's just I don't get as mad at the deflate gate as I do about um, so that. What I'm just gonna completely change the subject because <laughs> that was God, that was that was a rant and a half, buddy. You feel better? That's a good point. Order. You feel better. I just hate Astros. I know. I understand. I hate him. I understand. I hate Bill Belichick. Um, beat the Phillies in the World so Series. So on September seventh, it's a great day in the sports world because not what only does the September seventh on Thursday, not only does the NFL season get started, Pat McAfee makes his ESPN debut. That's the day. You're gonna have get up, first take, and then the Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee show. I mean, come on. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um. So I think there's big games. Uh, obviously, the Lions and Chiefs. I'm really excited to see how the Lions do. I think the Lions are going to be a decent team. They're not going to beat the Chiefs because they're at Arrowhead. They're not going to beat the Chiefs. But they're not going to beat the Chiefs. But I think that um, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, the Steelers obviously play the 49ers. That's going to be a tough one. Um, the Browns and Bengals play. The Bengals are going to stomp all over the Browns no matter who the quarterback for the Bengals is going to be. Yeah. Uh, who the Eagles open up with? Patriots. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did say that. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
So, uh, the Ravens, I hope they get beat by the Texans, because uh, they probably will. Lamar Jackson I, I probably won't even show up. Lamar's not even going to show up. I hope your Steelers um, do something against those Niners. That'd be awesome. Honestly, I think they could. That'd be I a great be a way. Very I think they interesting could. game. It's definitely going to be a tough game for both teams. I just it. think Matt Canada's officially opened up a playbook for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. The only team that scares me in the NFC is the Niners, so beat them. Yeah. Beat them good. No, I, I, I totally agree with that. Cowboys are um, Cowboys are a joke is what some, they are. Some <laughs> news that's that's circulating the league. The Eagles could deal Trey Sermon tomorrow with these roster cuts that are happening. There's going to be some trades that happen. And I want Buda Baker. If, the, if how we can make that happen. You won't get Buda Why not? Because they, they got to keep a veteran there. I don't think Arizona they will. I don't think they will. they got to keep a veteran. They have veterans. Um, just not him. So you have so you're going to have Trey Sermon uh-huh. who could possibly be traded. Take Somebody it. else from the Eagles requested a trade. Derek today. Barnett. Yeah, Barnett. Asked, he wants a trade out of there. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Where this is at? a totally new headline like that just came in. Uh, Josh Dobbs may start week one in Arizona. That is why they traded for Josh Dobbs with Cleveland. Fuck. Kyler Murray goes on the pup. Back on the physically unable is to it gonna be, list. I need to know who the starter is because I just picked up the one dude and I need to know. Okay, so there you go. That means Kyler Murray will miss at least the first four games of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Well, so Josh Dobbs. So, oh my. I want, okay, so we had all wondered, even, I mean, me and Garrett had talked about it. Why did the Cardinals go out and trade for Josh Dobbs? Yeah, we were talking about that. Like, why? And no one knew why. Now it is official. Because they, they cut Colt. Literally as of like an hour ago, they cut Colt McCoy and are putting Kyler Murray on the physical on the physically unable to perform list. His diaper got too full. No, his ACL's not healing, man. Oh, well. It's, it's so little, it's probably, you know. Can they not just like patch it with like... No. I feel like you can no. get like some like lab mice. He had surgery in January. It's a long time ago. So, Josh. So wait, who's the backup then? Oh, Trace McSorley. Right. No, I think no, he, no. McSorley's gone. Clayton Terry is their backup. Mm-hmm. Kid from Houston. The fifth. The, the fifth round pick. With McCoy's release and Murray not being available for Week One, the Cardinals will likely choose their starter from Dobbs and fifth round pick Clayton Tune. Tune ran the second team offense for the majority of the spring, all of camp, and the preseason. So it, it's going to be Josh Dobbs, though. I mean, I, I can't see it being a rookie. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and that's also going to play in with the draft, too, because you're not for sure if. Um, I mean, Caleb Williams has already come out and said, hey, if there's a team that I don't like that's the number one pick, I'm not going to the draft. He's already said that. You can't blame him. I, exactly. You don't want to end up like Bryce Young and be a, a exactly. team like the Panthers. I have, do- I have I had to pick up Dobbs in fantasy because I inherited a team. This is what I was doing earlier. I inherited a team with a keep with in a keeper league, so I have to keep I get to keep a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a running back. So I kept I kept McCaffrey, I kept Waddle, and I had to keep the Arizona quarterback. But Murray's hurt, so I had to draft Colt McCoy yesterday. And now Colt McCoy got cut, so then I had to just go in 
and pick up Dobbs on free agency, and now I'm already down $15 because every free agent pickup in our league is $15 a piece. McCaffrey's a risky pickup. No, I inherited him. I had no. He he inherited him. But still, it's just. I had to. There was no other running back I had to keep. So, um, the Chicago Bears obviously cut P.J. Walker. Not Bears. Uh, Bears. The Bengals have only made one cut so far. Uh, The Browns have cut Bubba Bolden. Not shocked there. He's hurt. Um, Oh, they cut Katie York because they traded for the kicker because Dicker the kicker won the uh, job in uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, He didn't miss, right? He didn't miss one. No, he didn't miss one. Um, The Denver Broncos... Uh, didn't really make any significant cuts of some big guys. Denver's going to be crap. Um, I'm trying to see if any... Okay, no, these guys are kind of... The Texans, anybody big? I'm just trying to see... Oh. Ooh, the Steelers picked up uh, Xavier Valade from the Houston Texans. Nice. Um, who? Oh my gosh, the Colts already made all their picks. Oh, the Colts got James Washington. Wow. That's okay. He used to play for the Steelers. Um, wide receiver. Um, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Ah. Michael Turk was cut. That's unfortunate. So yeah, there's not really that many cuts. Um, of of top guys happening. Uh, Trace McSorley was cut by the Patriots. Um. Oh, James Washington got cut twice. <laughs> Was cut by the Colts, picked up by the Saints, cut again by the Saints. Do we want to do, like, a conference championship and Super Bowl prediction? We'll do that next week, because next, next week. week will be the big NFL. We're just kind of diving in, because the roster cuts are happening. Uh, Chris Strevler, the Jets cut him. Uh, the quarterback there, the Eagles, they cut... Not really anybody big. Whatever. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers cut Rex Sonara. Not really shocked there. These are, these are just irrelevant players. BT Potter. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to see like the big ones that are cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what more do we? What more do we have scheduled also, for this? Did you see how um, Bryce Ford Wheaton tore his ACL? Yeah, I did. Got a feel for him. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, did, um, that's unfortunate. What else do you have scheduled for this episode? I'm just gonna wrap it up. Can we talk a little baseball? We can talk a little baseball. Baseball's you know, it's hence it's the only thing that's in season. It is the only thing that's in season. Baseball well, right now. Looking at the standings in baseball, the New York Yankees are in last place. Absolutely terrible year for the New York wow. Yankees, I and mean, you gotta hate to see wow. it if you're a Yankees fan. But uh, if you're not, it's gotta be great. The. Uh, Orioles. The Orioles. Two games ahead of the Rays. Uh, the Twins. Six games ahead of the Guardians. The only reason that the Twins are as good as they are is because they play in the worst division in Major League Baseball, with the only team being above 500 is the Twins. Yeah. Might I add, Frank the Tank has got to be livid right now. Yeah. The Mets 25 games back and in last place. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates 15 games back. You know, they had a great... You go back into the PRT boys' yeah. archives, you hear, my, you hear Quinn will be going... <laughs> You go, oh, yeah, I love the Pirates. Hey, They're so got, good. Just wait till next year when our starting pitchers I like are going to be great. I like your prospects. You're going to have Mitch Keller. You're going to have... Uh, are you calling? Are you going to call my man's up from LSU yet? Or yeah. He's already been called up to double A. That's pretty good. He's already been called up to double A. 
But then you look, I really like... The Rockies are in last place. Yeah. Dodgers, they were looking rough there towards the beginning, and then now they've no, kind they, of they got it, it together. They're the Dodgers. Yeah. They reloaded. They filmed in the gaps. Um, the, Do- the Dodgers... I think the Reds are a team to keep watching, though, right? The Reds, the Re- if the Reds make a wild card, be on lookout. But until then, I'm not going to say anything. I like, obviously... I mean, you look, at the, you look at the leading wild card teams. You got the Rays, six games up. Uh, for the first wild card spot, and then you got the yeah, Rangers and the Astros tied for the second spot. Uh, I think that the Blue Jays might make a run for that final wild card spot, maybe taking out the Astros. At least I hope is what happens. But they have a shot because the Blue Jays have a lot of depth. They have Vladimir Guerrero, the power hitter. They got Bobuchet, who hits for average and for power, who I like. But then the Rangers, they had a bad blow with Degrom going out later earlier this season with the Tommy John surgery. But then they go out and get Max Scherzer, and Nathan Evaldi's also having a great pitching season. The Rays, on the other hand, have had a lot of blows recently. Their pitching staff keeps getting hurt. Wander Franco, we all know what's going on with him. We don't want to talk about that. But the Rays, the Rays are not built for October this year, even though their record says otherwise. But they are not built for October. And then you go over to the National League. you got the Phillies, three and a half games up for the first wildcard spot. Then you got the Cubs, who have a half game up on the third-place team, Arizona Diamondbacks. Then you got the Giants and Reds battling for the final wildcard spot, who are currently both a game and a half out of the third wildcard spot. Slowly losing uh, faith are the Miami Marlins with a three-games-back uh, deficit that they have to face. And then, pretty much after that, you got the Padres, who are eight games back, tied with the Nationals. Probably not going to happen for the Padres, which is unfortunate because they put a lot of money and a lot of uh, bread in the basket. You know what I'm saying? You know, they have, I I think the Padres have the third highest payroll in baseball. I just want to add this. Go ahead. Because, you know, we always find a way to tie it back into West Virginia. Alec Manoa has had a terrible year. Terrible year. Terrible year. I don't think that it's permanent. No, it's not. Because he, I mean. He'll get it back. you You look at the way he pitched. Last year, he was you know he was hollering, shooting, shooting the the BS with uh, John Smoltz and all the guys during the All Star game, enjoying life, and then you know gets into this bad skid. But I think he'll I think he'll come back. I th- I just think he's what? I think he's in his head right now. I really do. Yeah. I, and it happens. Trey Turner, you saw what happened with Trey Turner. He mm-hmm. was in his head for the first whole half of the season, and instead of that normal Philadelphia mentality, instead of booing him. They decided to give him a standing ovation, and since that standing ovation, Trey Turner's batting around like three eighty. Yeah. So, um, in terms of MVPs, who do you who do you, I mean? I don't think it's pr- I don't think there's really a debate for the MVPs at this point. I think American League is Shohei Otani. It's not even close. I know well, he just I know, gonna, but that's going to depend on how well he hits because with his, yeah with his Tommy John injury right now. I, but I still feel I still feel like it's too late in the season, even if. Even if Shohei Otani, even if Shohei like had a terrible September, I don't think that the guy. I don't think who's who, who's who's runner up for MVP right now in the American League. Who would you say? Like, ah, that's a tough one. Mm. I mean, Bobuchet's playing really well. Kyle Tucker's having a phenomenal season. Every time you see Kyle Tucker in a highlight, it is in a highlight reel. I don't know. I mean, but. I don't know. I think baseball is going to be very exciting down the stretch because I think they're... I mean, even though the Yankees are in last place, Aaron Judge is always still Judge up there. Judge is insane. I mean, he's Three home runs. Hits. Exactly. So I think Judge... You hear how Judge quiet, you hear how quiet they, these two are now that we're not talking about football? I don't know a lot about baseball. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know anything about uh, baseball. I think Aaron Judge is always in that. Judge is insane. I mean, even though the Yankees are in last place. I love Judge. Um, like He's my fa- He's going to be my favorite player. Kyle forever. Tucker could even be added in. He's got some RBIs. Yeah. Um, Alex Bregman could even be thrown in there, too. Mm, he's got some RBIs. He's, he's having a good season, but I don't um, think Bregman's quite there. Let's see. And then I'm going to go to the National 
Yeah, go to the National League. Yes. I think I think right now the MVP is still Acuna. Yeah, Acuna's just he's batting. At he's just, right he's now. just batting consistently, and he hasn't given. Ooh. He hasn't let up. Sorry, I just see the name. You know what could really happen this offseason? The polar bear gets traded. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. You can get a lot in return for him. A lot. Yeah, Pete Alonso for the Mets. He he is consistently top of the leaderboards in home runs for the last three seasons. He had the most. Didn't he have the most rookie home runs? He beat Judge's record. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, I like I like Alonzo a lot. Yeah. But in in terms of postseason, who do you who do you like? Who do you think? I still think the Reds, man. You like I the think Reds. I like I like the Reds play. too. They, if if the Red again, if the Reds Ellie, make the playoffs, look out. Looks insane. The only thing I'm going to say about the Reds is that they're a young team. And if They're you're facing next year. if you're facing a rotation like the Braves or the Phillies, they're not going to win. They're just not. They don't have like you if you if you go in a wild card. I mean, the Braves aren't going to go to a wild card. They're the best team in the National League. But you, if you have the Phillies roster, you're not. You, you're if let's say let's say the Reds get a game, but then the let's say this game let's say the wild card series goes three games. You're going to have to face. You're going to have to face Nola. You're gonna have to face Wheeler, and you're gonna have to face Michael Lorenzen, who just pitched a no hitter. The Reds do not have that pitching depth that the Philly, uh, Phillies do, or our Braves do, or even the Brewers do. You see how good the Brewers are. The Brewers are the most disrespected team in Major League Baseball. They're always th- this season. They have been at the top the whole season. Yet as soon as the Cubs finally get some wins, they only talk about the Cubs. Yet the Brewers are four games better than them. Yeah. Yet the Brewers, no one talks about them. Yeah. I agree, but obviously the next couple of weeks we'll be able to talk more about baseball. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. I think any there, it, this is any team's World Series. Thinking, it really is. The podcast is almost a year old. It is. That is true. We're wait wait we're when? not okay. <laughs> we should have cake. Should wait, hold on. Cake. When, when was our first episode? I go back and look on Spotify. Go you got to find the right Spotify. Go look in the archives. So there is the summer we had a miss. Uh, we had an issue where where we took time off. We took too much time off. And it deleted our account on RSS. Mm-hmm. Well, oh deactivated our account. So I just had to make a new one. We're it wasn't off, that big of a deal. We're off the grid. Um, but now we are on PRT on Apple Apple Podcasts. Is it today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Holy so, cow. No, 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 no. Never mind. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was, it's September 29th. Oh, so I saw, I saw, I saw it went from like, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It went from tomorrow to next month. Look, look, I, look, Andrew Hartwell, everybody. I saw, I saw 29, like, wait, hold on. And my, my mind went, like, at 30 miles an Andrew hour. Andrew Hartwell, everybody. Look, so, look uh, I'm not the smartest person on the podcast, but... So, that's pretty much going to wrap up episode 26 of the PRT Boys podcast. Um, wait, I have one more statement to make. Oh, jeez. Come on, I'm getting ready to do my outro. Go, birds. Okay. Okay. As as long as it's not playing Fly Eagles Fly, Um, oh, it's coming, just not yet. So, um, maybe next week. No, not next week. We'll record here again on Monday. We're gonna do one episode a week where we like we used to. We preview WVU every week, Um, and then once basketball season starts, we may try to do two a week. I mean, our schedules are pretty good like that. Yeah, we have we have a lot of classes together. We also have also for those of you that just like hearing. My wonderful voice, Griffin's wonderful voice, or even Andy's. You can tune in on Wednesday nights to the sports page on United to the Moose. You can find that on unitedtothemoose.com, wherever you find your podcast. Or just go in the radio. Or, I mean, right after you're done listening, you know, 
to the PRT boys. You can turn it on. Right after you're done. Or if you're driving yeah. in the Morgantown area, turn it to 91.7 WWVU. Um, right after you're done that listening one. to my luscious voice, go listen to my luscious voice again on the radio. Yeah. It's right. So, um, and then also if you're a big soccer guy or soccer person. Right. Uh, you can tune into both men's and women's soccer home games on United to the Moose. Volleyball will be coming there soon. Do we um, have lacrosse again? We will pick up lacrosse, but they don't play yet. Okay. Um, and then we will pick up baseball, uh, baseball, baseball, obviously. One football game. Um, they do one football game. It will be the Duquesne game. Um, but, yeah, tune into Sports Page on Wednesday nights. I will be on there this Wednesday night on the Sports Page. Those two will not because they're not returners. I'm going to go with you. I though. am a returner. Yeah, you can go with me. Because um, well, you, you can just come and hang out. We gotta go regardless. Because there's a, isn't there a meeting? Uh, he hasn't made that official yet. Okay, but I'm you still, can I'm just go and hang out. I mean, I mean, yeah, um, I'll go. So I'll be on the radio Wednesday night for Sports Page, so you can listen to me on United to the Moose. Um, but again, thanks for listening. You can listen to this podcast wherever you find your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify. Are we on Google yet? I don't know if we're on Google. I don't know. I don't know. At, at, I forget what we're on. At this on. point, if we're, we're so gonna, Apple, yeah. Spotify, um, and maybe Amazon. I'm not for sure. Um, so yeah so again thanks for listening to episode 26 of the PRG Boys Podcast and as always go Mountaineers